Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Culture Clowns Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Stay Saucy, a.k.a. Mr. Damn, I fucked it up. I'm your host, Jay Cones, a.k.a. Mr. Jay Stay Saucy. And that's J-A-Y-S-T-A-Y-S-S-A-U-C-E-Y. I-G. And uh, I'm the co-host, M. Kennedy Simbai. And you can find me on I-G at P-R-O-D period B-Y period H period M period T. That's prod by HMT. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to connecting. I'm just very, very stunned. Uh, Today's a sad day. Um, Mm -hmm. Betty White um, has passed away. That news came out about two hours ago. Um, It is December 31st, 2021. And uh, of course, we wanted to, you know, ring in the new year uh, Culture Clowns podcast with a lot of energy and stuff, but that that's genuinely hit me hard because like every time there's like speculation that she's died, especially on like Twitter, it, it like turns out to be false. But this time it's actually like like real. Like Betty White is actually dead. So R.I.P. Betty White. R.I.P. Just felt it fitting to start off with that. You know, it's crazy. This one yeah. weekend, three people died. The death of two two. Oh, two yeah, two. yeah, Desmond Tutu. Yeah, is it two two or two true? Tutu, T U T U. Gotcha, gotcha. Desmond Tutu. Yeah, yeah. As a South African, I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware of, of, uh, of Desmond. Now, he was old, bro. He was old. Uh, you know. So, I, 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 I'm ignoring. Sorry for my ignorance. Mm. What, is, what is his importance? Oh, um, so basically, Desmond Tutu was like a, a very uh, prominent uh, figure in the clergy. Mm-hmm. Um, in, uh, in in terms of religion and fighting against uh, apartheid um, in South Africa, um, and like just you know he was universally recognized as being one of the most important figures to for the movement and for trying to establish peace post apartheid. So he was just a, he was a massive figure. Um, he was like a father to a lot of people in a lot of ways, um, and just a genuinely good guy, bro. Like you know. Um, had love and respect for all South Africans, especially kids, um, and and not in like the weird Catholic priest kind of way. Like you no, know, like he actually like I love how you have to pay that. Yeah, no, I just want to make sure like no, like he actually that insert. like that insert. Like no, he actually like he he really was for the kids and, and for you know a brighter future and stuff. So yeah, uh, R.I.P. Desmond. Um, it's been a crazy year, man. A lot of wild. Yeah, it's wild. Mm. That happened, but. God bless it, did. If you're gonna go out, mm. you gotta go out like John Madden. Yeah, how did I? Yeah, damn. John Madden died was like two, three days ago. I think it was Sunday or Monday. But get this, That's get crazy. this right, get this right. They dropped a documentary honoring his life, right? Mm. With people saying how much he meant to them, whatever. Mm. They dropped that Saturday. Mm. He was out of here Monday. That's crazy. That's how you go. Like, if honestly, that's. Damn. That's not really ever a good time to go out. But that's ever a good time to go out. That's that's timing if there ever was timing. Like, bro, uh, that that's wild. Like, damn, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, John Madden, that one kind of. I thought that one was gonna be a bit bigger. It kind of slipped under the radar. Well, um, I mean, it was big to mm. the people that. It was big to the people that do football and mm. watch football. But if you didn't really care about football, it wasn't gonna be. Mm. There for you, because most people only know John Madden because of the game Madden. Yeah, but 
other than that, like that's true. No football, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it's never a good time to go out. Mm. But if you gonna do it, do it right after they do a dock on you. Yeah, man, that's. Like, it's, hey, yeah. we love you. Okay, they yeah. they all love me, and I really make my part. Like really, like wow, like you know. Like yeah, yeah no, dude, for sure. Like I feel like um, when I die, I'm like, I definitely, I'm like, would I want to see a documentary on my life before I die? I mean, maybe. I mean, I I already would have known all the things that I had accomplished in my life at that point. Of course, but I wonder if it would bring like a different perspective to see it from somebody else's eyes having interviewed people and put all these things together i'm sure it must like move you in a certain way you know um for sure i would yeah i mean i i'd, I'd probably but love like a good you got people honoring you yeah. saying how much you meant to them and mm. all that mm. that's crazy yeah you can see that but yeah it has been a wild year yeah no it's, it's been a crazy year um it's been a very intense year. Uh, of course, I think the, the the biggest thing probably was the fact that you know COVID carried on into twenty twenty one. You know, uh, all right, carry on my way with some. <laughs> you know why? There'll I be like peace this when you are It was gone. one of my. It was the quote unquote not theme song of one of my favorite TV shows. Oh yeah, Supernatural. <laughs> they always play it at the end of the. Season. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like they'll do a season recap and they'll play it through the Yeah. Yeah, no, dude. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, but anyway, crazy. anyway, anyway, talking about all this craziness, talking about all this craziness. Mm. This is what we wanted to do for mm. you. We wanted to go down our list, mm. if you will, of top five things that we found was the wildest things from twenty twenty one. And uh you wanna start it off and or do you want me to start it off? Or do you want to go? Um, that's kind of what we want to do for you. And that's what we're going to do. That's what this episode is about. Bringing in a new year. Yeah. New year, new us. You know? And so we just want to go relapse. and be like, damn. We're going to call this segment, damn. That really did happen. Yeah. Damn. That really did happen. That really yeah. did happen. And I, I don't think you can start off a list mm. of 2021 mm-hmm. without talking about the Capitol riots. You can't. You can, and it's crazy because I feel like that's that, probably both our number one thing. That, like, that was for the definitely both of us. like yo, a I, moment. Yo. Like we real life watched an insurrection. Like yo. you know how crazy it is. You you don't get this. You, like that's only that's that's gonna be in history books. It, it's gonna be in history books. There was an insurrection. There was an insurrection in the United States. Um, one political party instigated it. The president at that time, the former guy, Donald Trump, instigated that, and people took over the capital of the United States. Like, if anybody else really did that. And none of them really went to jail. And none of them really went to jail. Like, I, you know, a few people are being sentenced three, five years. Yeah, okay, that's nice. But the vast majority of people just walked in and out of that capital. Um, and we know why. We know why. I'm, I'm not even going to say why. You know, you know why so many people were able to just walk into the capital, destroy property, steal things, smear shit on walls, which was just crazy, St- like stealing laptops, uh, like what, like, like yeah, yeah. We know, we, we know, kill we know. Mike why. Pence, the vice president yeah, at the time. You bring a gallows, bro, to the to the to the place. You have a gallows outside, what? like yo. And then old boy with the Viking hat, 
Yeah, the, Q, the QAnon shaman. Yeah, Bro, it's like, QAnon yeah, shaman. I can't go to jail because I can't eat the food here. It's not vegan. It's not vegan? His mom was like, please, my son needs vegan food. Shut oh. your ass up. Your son is a felon. He's actually committed felonies, and now his ass has to deal with how jail is. Right. This is how it is. Like, there's, there's actual consequences to your actions. Uh-huh. It's shocking to me how many of these people think they did nothing wrong. No, it's, it's people like, that's no, still saying... No, you actually did. It's you people still saying that. And then these are, like, true patriots. Yeah. Pa- no, you're not a patriot. Because I thought being a patriot meant, like, following the law, being a model citizen. There's nothing patriotic about what you did. You know nothing. what's crazy to me about all that, though? And why I don't get mad at certain people? Because mm. I just realized you're an idiot. Mm. Like you know something though, I realized through this year too, mm. and this encompasses everything. Mm. You know why I don't get mad at people with the Confederate flag? Because mm. you're just glorifying losers. You lost. You lost. Like I thought about this. I thought about this. People getting all mm. up in arms about the Confederate flag, all these Confederate statues. Mm. I care about those statues i don't really care about the flag i'm be honest my personal opinion mm. i don't care they mm. lost they lost you holding on to lost memory like put it like this nobody cares about the loser nobody cares bro in every other instance in life nobody really cares about the loser the, the union won right confederate states lost like some they of you lost to like come to terms with that and and that's the whole thing that the same people who feel like nothing wrong was done in the Capitol riots of the same people who believe there was no issue right. with the Confederate States, that their cause was righteous and just. It's just the same people who don't think properly, you know. It's just, you just don't think properly, aren't able to rationalize or empathize on any level. It's those same people. God damn it. I was yeah, it came out of nowhere. Kids. This <laughs> nigga applying chapstick. He go he go finish the whole thing in one use like he Jay Z, big ass lips. R.I.P. Uh, Patrice O'Neal. That was one of his jokes. Um, but yeah, dude, no, the Capitol riots was crazy. If if I had to put, I'm like the second thing. What was the second big thing that happened? Uh, I had to write mine down. I'm like, I I would have to say, actually, second, I would put celebrity deaths. Uh, for me personally, second, the output just celebrity deaths as a whole, because there were a lot of celebrity deaths. I did have like DMX passing as like there was yeah. like a moment like everybody stopped tying type of deal. Like damn, DMX is dead. You didn't realize bro. like how many people actually liked them. Yeah, you realize how many people liked them. Now you got people talking about like like on my I like Drink Champs the podcast. Yeah, Drink Champs. And yeah. one of their favorite questions to ask is like uh, DMX or Tupac, and then I really sit when you sit back and think about it. Mm. They're kind of one and the same. Mm-hmm. It, it really like DMX. With everybody says, "Oh, I'm the new Tupac. I'm the new Tupac." Mm. No, if there ever was anything close to Tupac, there ever was, mm. it would be DMX. It'd be DMX. They pretty much did everything. The same. Nah, twenty twenty one was crazy for celebrity deaths. You had DMX, uh, Betty White. Obviously, we just lost today. Michael K. Williams. Oh yeah. Um, we lost Young Dolph. Dolph. Uh, Ed Asner. You want to know something funny Cicely about Dolph? Tyson. Yeah, it was crazy this year. Yeah. You want to know something I do with Dolph? I just find myself randomly walking around in my head saying, I'm quick to fuck a rich nigga, bitch, in Dolph's voice. And, and that Dolph <laughs> voice as well. Nah, dude. R.I.P. Dolph. Drake Hill, the ruler, recently died like yeah, two I weeks ago, got stabbed. 
and I only started listening to his music like uh, you want to know two funny three days ago. Like, so I went back home, whatever, for Christmas, and uh, my grandma was like, you know, it was a rapper that died. I was like, who? And, she, and then my brother thought she was talking about dog. I was like, nah, she talking about the uh, this other dude. And like, yeah. I didn't know who the dude was. Yeah, Drake. I, I've never heard of him. So yeah, now it was crazy. It was crazy year for celebrity deaths, man. Um, uh, conspiracy theories, sacrifices. You think this was a uh, Leading up to anything big in 2022, Hollywood sacrificing people, perhaps, you know? I mean, that's a lot of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of bodies. I guess they said they got to get COVID out of here. Yeah, they They said no more COVID. Damn, bro. <laughs> oh, so, okay, I got one. I got one. I'm mm. going to change the tempo. Mm. But this was trendy. <laughs> I don't even know how I want to preface this. Mm. Okay, we're going to say it like this. Mm. Hip hop versus gay people. Yeah, that was definitely a theme this year with the, uh, you know. There was. Yeah. Man. With Nas X. And, and you know, here's the uh, thing, here's the thing, here's mm-hmm. the thing. There was a lot of crazy shit. Like, especially it, what I was going to, because I wanted to preface it by saying little Nas X versus Boosie. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, damn, when you really think about it, all this shit really that went around, like, it, it only everything just kept. Yeah, and so it's like, damn, that, that was wild. Like that just watching wild, the timelines and like all of them going back and forth. Yeah, the baby rant. That yeah, the yeah, the, the baby rant. And then and going yeah. back and forth, talking about something. Yeah, was it right or was it wrong? Little boozy, <laughs> yeah, boozy. Daddy go smash little Nas off stage, and Nas like just try. It's just trolling the hell out of him. Like I ain't gonna lie, I gained a new level of respect for little Nas X. Yeah, he was he's just trolling, bro. Like he's I'm not like, even gonna lie, he didn't give a fuck. He didn't, he didn't he, care at all. And bro. I'm not even gonna lie, I I started I, I can't really fuck with his music because mm. it's just mm. not for me. Mm. But as an individual, Little Nas X is hilarious. Yeah, he knows how to do what he does well, like yeah, which is that. trolling. People. And he knows ultimately he won against Boozy because nobody. Like, it's a fact that Nas X. I don't know if he has more money than Boozy, but at this point, I would imagine he probably does. He has more. Put it like this: Little Nas and X hype. Little Nas X hype definitely peaked higher than Boosie's hype. Oh, hell yeah. There's more people around the world who know who Lil Nas X is now, even older people than people who know who Boosie is. Right. I guarantee that. I Don't get me wrong, though. I do, like, older Boosie music, I do fuck with. Yeah. But for the most part, like, I, I do give you that point. Like, mm. Little Nas won because, I mean... Nobody knows who you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it was even a thing where his brother was going back. And, no, it was a thing where they were going back and forth. And little Nas X was like, "It's okay, Boosie. I'll give you a platinum record." Yeah. <laughs> trolling, dude. Straight trolling. But it sets up a very interesting question. Do you think that uh, 2022 is going to be a year of uh, the community, the hip hop community, being more? Uh, being more uh, open and okay with uh, you know gay artists, gay and lesbian artists. I um, no, you know something I thought about though. Mm. Well, I didn't think about it. I'm just being honest. It just came into my head right now. Mm. But um, with that, I do feel like it's a break. Mm. And as I said before, and as I said again, we're in a moment in time mm. where everybody's just trying to figure out how to live with each other, and mm. it's going to be growing pains, and we're going to. Fight and there's gonna be a lot of people arguing about different views. There's gonna be people saying they're sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's just growing pains of trying to figure each other out. 
Yeah. So, but what I will say is this: I do feel like hip hop has came to a point now where they're more accepting of the LGBT community, mm-hmm. which is nice to see because you know you don't want people to see feel isolated. And yeah, I. So I do. Why I would say this: hip hop will forever be a masculine sport. Okay. So to sort. I do think just society in general is getting to a point now where. You know, we're trying to figure each other out. What I will say is this, though. Mm. With the LGBT community, even other minority group communities, it's like, at some point, it's like, all right, cool. We, when do we stop arguing mm-hmm. and actually start, you know, you know, living, co- co-living, yeah. co-inhabiting? Mm. Like, all right, cool. This is where we are. This is where we are. I don't meet in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's where I would go. I don't really care about people who like loving each other. I don't really care about that. Never really did. Yeah. I just want to get to a point where everybody just respects each other mm-hmm. and be able to just keep moving on about their life. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. All groups kind of cultural suicide, whether it be mm-hmm. all lives matter, black lives matter, mm-hmm. LGBTQ, mm-hmm. Asian, whatever they got going on, Atlantic. I just want to get to a point yeah. where it's not about oh you hurt uh you hurt our group. Mm-hmm. You can't say this. You're counseled. You're counseled mm-hmm. because you said this and you said this. Mm-hmm. Unless it is blatantly hurtful and blatantly doing something to like blatantly hurt somebody mm-hmm. or. It is really truly something that is offensive. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I get that. Mm-hmm. But if we get to a point now where you can't even say tell a joke, right? Mm-hmm. One of my a comedian that I know, he has this point. He has a joke where it's like you can't tell a joke now because if you tell a joke about somebody, you're gonna get counseled. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I get the idea that you can't offend people. Mm-hmm. For not offending people and not being an asshole. As yeah. I said at the beginning of this whole thing, I'm not an asshole and I don't want to offend people. Yeah. But I also am of this mind. I am. I do come from that era where niggas just gotta learn how to take a joke. You gotta learn how to take a joke, bro. And um, and that's the whole again the whole David Chappelle thing. Yeah. Same shit. Like people just don't know how to take a joke, bro. And and I get I get there are some things that are hurtful and maliceful. Mm. And like I said, those malice things mm. should be addressed mm. and those hurtful things should be addressed mm. but it's like the little boy who cried wolf for me mm. at this point it's like we don't know what's really offensive if everything is offensive mm. and that's for all groups it's not just LGBT yeah right people. across the board not just black people not just you know yeah it's, it's yeah. like okay I get that some things are hurtful, and like I said, there are those things. There are, and I get those things. But we got to get to a point now where we stop crying mm. for things that are hurtful. Mm. Just like fuck it. Mm. That was if it offends me, okay. That offends me. Mm. This is why it offends me. Let's mm. move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Stop harping over it. Yeah. That offended me. This is why it offended me. You get your point across. Yeah. Cool. Let's move on. Leave it. Move on. This Not whole council thing and staying on it for months on end. I don't want to see this in 2020. Like, yeah. we literally had a whole news feed of stuff, just the same stuff every other day. 
Mm. And that's where I'm like, for me, I just want to get to a point. I'm tired of seeing the same stuff. Like, mm. okay, cool. It hurt, fool. Mm. Punish that person. Mm. Then move on. And then move on. Nah, facts. Stop yeah. harping on it. Stop trying to, yeah. Stop being a dead horse. Like, nah, like that, I, I feel like agree. that Dave Chappelle thing mm. lasted way too long. Yeah, it should have, like, it was walkout, organize the walkout, and Netflix ends up firing the person trying to organize the work, like the, the lasted, walkout, and then that, that the Netflix CEO's like, oh, I, it was a bad decision, I should have done that. And it's like, nah, dude, you you did the right thing because that person gave away privileged information that they weren't supposed to. They actually mm-hmm. violated their contract with the, with the company. That, so when, um, so the person who was organizing the walkout, uh-huh. uh, the trans walkout at Netflix, she basically gave a whole bunch of information and was speaking to journalists and shit. And so Netflix fired her or oh, him. I, I didn't, really I didn't know about that. But no, what so I was... Netflix fired uh, him or her. And then, um, you know, the person was like, complaining. But, Net- but Netflix explained their decision. They were like, no, this person went around speaking to journalists, giving them privileged information that they weren't supposed to. So they were in breach of their contract. And that's why we fired them. And, and then people obviously like, you know, we're mad about that, and we're mad about Netflix supporting Chappelle. But Netflix was was in the right the whole time. The right. whole time they were in the right. So, right. yeah. Um, so, mm. yeah, I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that part. No, that happened. Yeah. What I was talking about is, we literally had to hear that Dave Chappelle stuff for mm. four whole weeks, like mm. a whole month, mm. or two months almost. Mm. Like, bro. Okay, cool. I feel like if Dave Chappelle thing should have been a sit down. Hey, mm. you offended us. Mm. Oh, you offended. Mm. I offended y'all. Mm. This is how you offended us. Mm. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. No facts. And then he says his piece. You say your piece. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Why can't we just get to a point where we, we can agree to disagree? No, exactly. No, I fully agree. And that's, um, that's like I'm not just saying mm. LGBT. That's every group. Mm. Why can't we just agree to just disagree and keep moving on? Exactly. Like, this thing, people want us to be all equal, happy, love each other. Mm. No, we're all human. You're not gonna like each other. You're not gonna. I don't care if you like me. Mm-hmm. I just want you to respect me as a human being. Yeah. And keep it moving. Yeah. No, don't do anything that. And if you don't respect me, me as a human being, yeah. I'm not gonna fuck with you. Uh, that's that simple. Just uh, keep fact, it, just keep it moving. Yeah. I'll definitely say for the next thing um where we definitely can't agree or disagree one of the biggest things that definitely happened this year and i think my like third thing or my fourth thing kind of losing count here probably my third thing um was the galen maxwell trial uh which yeah Yeah. which which recently concluded about uh two days ago two three days ago she was uh she was found guilty on five out of the six charges that were presented to her um for those of you who don't know, with Ghislaine Maxwell, um, she was basically uh, Jeffrey Epstein's sidekick, or Jeffrey Epstein was her sidekick, and she would. She was the Harley Quinn to his Joker. Yeah, you basically the Harley Quinn to his Joker in a way. Yeah, and she would recruit the girls, she would groom them, she would abuse them as well, have sex with them, um, and and obviously the whole thing with this whole Jeffrey Epstein situation was the fact that they were essentially procuring these children and were, you know, uh, trafficking them to very high-profile people around the world, high-profile celebrities, politicians, uh, you know, scientists, you know, uh, you know, socialites, you know, what may have you, you know, business people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, obviously now, you know, she's, she's been caught in everything and, and she's been, you know, uh, charged and she hasn't been sentenced yet, but she, she's, she's been found guilty of all the charges. There were six charges. 
Uh, sorry, no, she was found guilty of five out of the six. So there were six charges in total. She was found guilty on five out of the six by the jury. And they haven't sentenced her yet. Um, but for me, the main thing is about how this case is, they're covering up the bigger, what, what's, what's actually under the surface, which is that Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were part of an intelligence agency operation. They were, yeah, they were using these kids, um, super spies or some shit like that. They were basically what, what they were doing was they were getting blackmail on people. So, you know, you would, Jeffrey Epstein or Glenn Maxwell would befriend, befriend a celebrity or a politician and they would say, uh, you know, hey, I've, I've got a child for you, for you to do whatever the hell you want with. And then they would record the person doing that. And then they could use the blackmail evidence against them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very, there's so much evidence now and, 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 and so much proof to, to show that, that this is what they were doing. The, the FBI and the police got the tapes from Epstein's multiple residences. They have testimony from many different people. But my, my issue is why... Yes, it's good that she's been found guilty on these charges, but there's so much more going on. And I feel like the FBI or the CIA, whoever is involved, are, are basically covering up the whole thing. Because we know Donald Trump is involved. We know Bill Clinton's involved. Uh, we know uh, Alan Dershowitz, the lawyer, had uh, was also involved in some way, and uh, we know that uh, one of the accusers said that Alan Dershowitz, you know, that that uh, you know that she was given to him basically uh, for him to do with uh, as he pleased. We know that you know Bill Gates also had weird relations. A lot of very high-profile, famous people. So it's just like. They might cover it up because they might decide to rule on keeping all that evidence classified, which to me is like, that's crazy because we all know what's actually going on here. So they're kind of sweeping it under the rug. And there's a chance that Ghislaine Maxwell may also be, something may happen to her in jail. I'm not saying something will happen to her, but something happened to Epstein. Something happened to Epstein. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's possible something will happen to Ghislaine because... If she's willing to spill the beans and give all these names out to the prosecutors in order to get a reduced sentence, there are going to be a lot of very high-profile men and women right now quaking in their boots. So they would rather take her out as soon as they can, just in case she decides to do that. Hmm. So, yeah, the Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, trial, the whole thing has just been crazy with Jeffrey Epstein. And, and this whole thing is so much bigger. It goes into a network of mafias. If you do your research, you begin to understand who all these people are. And this isn't like conspiracy theories. You have to go back decades, look at their relationship to the royal family, look at their relationship to the United States government, look at their relationship to uh, many different business people and celebrities, and, and you see these people in photos going back decades with famous people, and you're like, how do you know all these people? What's going on? Like, You start to question things. And so I feel like 2021 has definitely opened like a river. It's opened something. And I feel like now we gotta, we got we to gotta go downstream to the river mouth. You know what I'm saying? Now we got to... the river head. Is it the... Is it the river head or... I'm sorry. No, I the mean, mouth. I mean, fuck if you're... No, 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 no. It's the... No, no, no. It is. It, it's, it's, it's the mouth. Um, where, like, where the river meets the ocean. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's the river mouth. Um, so we got to, you know, follow it down. I think 2022, there's going to be more revelations that come out about that and other stuff as well. So we'll definitely keep you posted about that. I know I'm very interested to, to find out and I'm definitely going to want to do a, 
Glenn Maxwell segment again when she's been sentenced and more information's come out. But yeah, I just that was a massive thing for me. I'll be honest with you, I just knew this, that, that she was related to Epstein. That that's all. Mm, yeah. That damn man mm. went way down the road. Like, yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. My mm. next few things are just gonna be pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even that deep for me. Okay, maybe it should be, but oh well. Uh, my next thing was WAP taking over the world mm. and everything mm, that mm, came mm, with mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the wet ass peace leave. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, you know yeah. it's crazy when you have grandmas coming up to you and saying, "Hey, you heard that song WAP?" Just nasty, and then still granddad is like looking at it and stuff. What? They really did drop the song. Like I said, I don't think they're going to have a song bigger than that. Either one of them. They really dropped a song where... That, that was a moment. There was a moment in time. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this and house. And the video was just them being wet. It was... And I understand that if I have kids, male or female, they're not growing up in a household where that music is playing. No? You don't think so? It's not happening. You're not going to play them Cardi B? Nope. I don't know. It's not going to happen. I'm be honest with you, uh, This generation, especially the Cardis and stuff, people look at them as like they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, like, like like they're messiahs or they're, we should be following them. And that's why there's a lot of like messed up people Thoughts. out there in our generation right now. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not even on some turn to God, uh, evangelical. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm an atheist I'm and I'm you. not like conservative in that way. I just think that that music, mm-hmm. especially that song, is going to breed something. It's going to start something bad i'm all for empowering women but i think that this constant idea of it has to be a sexual empowerment is something that we need to move away from i don't think that that's the end all and be all of empowerment and it I goes think, the same way for men i like, think that i i want to i actually on the opposite end of that i'm kind of in between like i do agree with the idea that we need to normalize sex and have sex talk and have mm. like the ideal of sex mm. but also there is limits to what you can put out. I do feel like, yeah, there are certain things you should put out there. Mm. But I am also a, fa- a fan of the song. Mm. So I'm, I'm a fan of the song. Look at you. And the video. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I watched that video. Like, I they had a hunt. I think they had like 10 million views in one week or something. I know I was at least 100 of those. Look at them. A fan of the. This is what happens when you listen to 808s. It's all, it's all about the frequency. <laughs> no, the 808 Smith. But no, you know brain. something though. Here's the thing. I was a kid that raised that was raised in a house with no like mm. parental guidance. Mm. Like in terms of, I never had like one of those locks on the TV. My mom mm. tried that one time. She put locks on the TV. Yeah. We just got the code. That's classic. Yeah, you just yeah. You just put the code. <laughs> yeah. So parental I had, lock. I had yeah. No filter on it. Anything that I consumed, when I, I just consumed it. Yeah. So in that aspect. Mm. I do agree to an extent mm. about normalizing mm. sex and normalizing just enjoying mm. human bodies and mm. as they are. Mm. So I I can't tell people what to do with their kids, but I will say this. Mm. I will say that the idea mm. that you get mad at them mm. for something that your kids do is kind of backwards to me. Well, I can't... Like, I, Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, like, no, no. like I mm. don't get me wrong. I mm. I do feel like there's a certain thing where mm. they need to understand that mm. kids may be watching them and may keep that in mind. But at the same time, a friend of mine had this discussion, mm. and it was like, yeah, they should be aware. But at the same time, when are parents gonna rape, be parents and raise their kids too? 
Facts. But I mean, I think part of, part of that is, is saying to your six-year-old, seven-year-old, because this is, this is where we are. You, you will see videos of a six-year-old, seven-year-old listening to the song. Six-year-old, six-year-old seven-year-old girl listening to the song, like twerking, mm-hmm. trying to copy the moves and shit. And it's like, dude, back, where's your back, like, where you know what I'm saying? Like, go to, to, go you know to, what I'm saying? And, 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 and the worst part is the mom will be there. The mom and the mom's friends will be there, like cheering on, like yes. Nah, and it's that like, is wild. That and is it's wild like, no, no, that's not acceptable behavior. Like, n- no, not that, from a six or a seven year old. But you, you know what I would say to this though? Me. I would say that this though. That is wild, and that is like why. But also, that goes back to what I was saying. When are the parents gonna start being parents? Yeah. Tell their kids, now nah, this, mm. this is cool. Like the whole thing, the argument with like Boosie and mm. Little Nas X and mm. all these people. They're, they're mm. trying to make our kids gay or whatever. Mm. No, they're not trying to make your kids gay. One, I still believe to this day, mm. there's not any more or any less gay people than there always have. Mm. Now they now it's just that they don't have to be afraid to be who they are. Mm. So with that, no, they're not trying to make your kids gay. <laughs> and two. If you are that opposed to it, sit your kids down, have those conversations with your kids. Mm. But at the end of the day, your kids are going to do what your kids going to do. And that's my thing, because I can tell you right now, like my parents, growing up, my you know my parents made sure the shit, the stuff I was watching, mm-hmm. my parents made sure the stuff I was watching wasn't like crazy. Like if I was watching something with my parents and there was a scene that was raunchy or a sex scene that came up, I was told to but look, look away. To, to, to look away to but the look side. At you. Bet you, you lost your virginity in high school, didn't you? No, I actually lost it in my first year of university when uh-huh. I was like eighteen. Uh-huh. When you moved out of the house, yeah, when I moved out of the house, and yeah, I'm and I'm not yeah, gonna say yeah, like, yeah. like 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 they were things like South Park, etc. That were rated eighteen, um, and these are these are things that I was watching since I was very young. But my parents weren't like watching me watch the stuff. Like they, my parents weren't like sitting there with me like watching South Park. Like no, this was stuff that I would watch in private. I would have to go around their backs and 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 find where I could you know, find places where I could watch this stuff, even though I knew it wasn't for me. I was like, oh, look at me. I'm so cool watching this stuff. But the issue nowadays is that you have parents actively pushing their kids to consume material that may not necessarily be and good. And that's what I was saying. If you want to whop, if you're a 22-year-old woman, whatever, and you go into the club throwing it back with your friends, and whop comes on, okay, fine, go ahead. I, like, honestly, whatever. It's Ultimately, you're going to do whatever you want. Um, but you... Are mature enough to understand the content of those lyrics. L- let's be very honest about that. You are mature enough to understand the content of those lyrics, right? A six or seven year old isn't. But here's my thing: they haven't had that, they haven't been educated to understand True. like what what this music genre is or or what these women are actually saying. But what they are being taught is that if you dress provocatively and you throw it back, that that's a way to get attention. But, but that's good, and that's dangerous. No, here's the thing, though. Mm. Here's here's my pushback on that. And I was I, I agree, to extent, because mm. that's what they see on TV. Mm. But at the same time, like I said, it, it's one of those things. It's it's your job as a parent to go to your kids and be like, all right, cool. This is cool. This is what you see on TV, and we get that. And you have those conversations. You you see your six year old mm. twerking like mm. hell, night. Nah, mm. Chill that shit out. Yeah, that's not that's not in my house. But my six year old daughter's doing that. No, not in my house. And no, not I'm happening. not saying no. I'm not saying play WAP for a six year old. No, mm. no, don't do that. That's that's dumb. But I think the thing is this: all these young parents and stuff trying to be cool and still trying to be yes. kids like. Thank kids, you. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, that's the problem. 
the 50-year-old grandmothers who are still going to the club and are yeah. dancing and twerking yeah, with 20-something-year-olds. Nah, that's tough. I don't, it's over. And so my thing is, I don't blame... I Like, I... I I agree that I won't. I won't say that. Oh, I'm not gonna play such and such with my kid. I am gonna. For me, if I was so cursed to have kids, because mm. we all know my theory on kids. Yeah. FDK for life. Uh, Very well aware. Love. My thing is, I would not like. I feel like I would not hide anything from my kids. We're gonna have real conversation mm. from the moment that they're able to talk and have mm. conversations. I'm mm. going to be real and have conversations with them about Because I don't want my kids to be go through life yeah. naive to stuff. Yeah. That's how kids get like. That's why the worst things happen to kids. But I'm still going to put my kids in positions where they have a childhood. Mm. I don't want my kids. I'm not going to strip them of their childhood. Mm. I'm going to, like my mom, mm. for example. I love my mom to death. Mm. What she did was she didn't treat she she made me stay in a, kid, a child's place, but she made me understand that the world from an adult's eyes. Mm-hmm. Or see things a little bit more mature. So when I'm going through life, I'm not immature to things, and I'm not yeah. understanding the things. Like we had honest conversations all throughout my life. Mm. Like it was never a point in my life where I could really say I didn't know what sex was. Yeah, I always knew what sex was. Understanding that from an understanding the magnitude of what sex is and mm. all the things. Like I've always had those conversations throughout my life. Mm. Understanding um human emotions like i want to that's what key, that's what we need and mm. that's the problem is i feel like been so long we so demonize everything it's not to have honest conversations that's why you see this pushback on weed mm. even though weed is proven to be good because from the moment from all the way from when what's his name not ronald reagan uh i forgot his name i think it was nixon started the war on drugs all they heard was dope is bad dope is bad Meanwhile, all these politicians are out here like doing exactly. coke and smoking crystal and doing all kinds exactly. of other shit, popping pills and whatnot. And then so that gets trumped. So mm. you get passed down for generations. Mm. Is bad. We, now you got people who don't know any better, never really did any research with their own, but they saw all their parents told them, weed is bad, weed is bad, it's a gateway drug. When in actuality, yeah. then they, they finally, it's not bad, and then you got all this pushback. Like mm. I went back home and it was wild to me hearing like, oh, you're an alcoholic. Like, they were talking about people that could be an yeah. alcoholic. It was like, they had like one drink. Yeah. You know, they're like multi-billionaires. They're like running, fully functioning, yeah. running, fully functioning business that billion dollar industries mm. take more drinks. Mm. And they're not considered an alcoholic. So. Yeah. Classic. It's ridiculous. And it's like, my thing is, it's, uh, I, I feel like as parents, mm. let kids be kids. Mm-hmm. Shield them from what you can shield them from, mm-hmm. but don't. I for me, my philosophy is mm-hmm. have honest conversations with them when needed. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Don't and, and that don't, definitely don't sugarcoat everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I heard, the, I was I forgot where I was looking at something, and it was a parent. Uh, she was talking about my kid. They don't. They don't. We don't talk to them like little kids. They mm-hmm. talk to. They don't go around to my some wee wee. They know this. That's a what's it called or a vagina. <laughs> Uh, a vagina. They yeah. Don't say, yeah, they don't have pet names where they, they have yeah. conversations. That's what conversations. Like that is. Yeah. And that's dope to me because mm. it's like you having the idea of this kid, okay, and my theory is the more a kid knows, the more a kid can be protected as they go into the world. Mm. The more you protect, the more you hide until a child knows, the more that child is going to go and go and do. No, that's facts. It has to, it has to be done a certain way. Look, there's always material that definitely shouldn't be shown to kids. You know? Right. And no, when, you, I get that. And I when get you're that. of age, 
you know, there's certain material that you can understand a bit more. Like in South Africa, we tend to have like, uh-huh. like we'll have like parental guidance, which will be PG. Mm-hmm. Then you'll get like PG thirteen, where and we then had you'll get like sixteen PG sixteen or sixteen, and then you'll get rated eighteen. You know what I mean? And and that's kind of the way that they look at it. Like as you go along, there's certain things that your kids are now able to understand a bit more. They have, you know, more capacity to understand more. You know. Uh, so I, I totally agree with that, and it definitely is down to um, parents, being parents. parents being parents and, and, and raising your kids the right way. There's nothing else to say, and we know in the community that that is an issue. Um, Astro World. Yeah. Because I, I, I know we both have it down. I think this is like the fourth thing for yeah. me, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, Astro World. Um, yeah, that was definitely. That was really intense. We obviously had an, an episode on that, but just looking back, like, you know, that's gonna change the way concert we go to concerts now. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, they're already talking about like where in his interview with Charlemagne, mm. uh, he proposed an idea of um, having wristbands that track your heart rate and all this up and like all that. Like you, you say it's, you you do that, but I would not put it past with all this stuff that's going on. I would not put it past that to be in about five, three to five years that to be a thing. I'm not wearing no wristband that tracks my heart rate. The other thing that you got to understand is that, you know, somebody's heart rate could be really high if they've been jumping up and down and cheering, True. screaming, shouting. It's like they On top of that, there's people popping drugs. There's plenty of people who pop drugs and stuff when they go to concerts and they make it home safe and sound. What happened at Astro World was just a failure of the venue and communication because they said that they only found drugs in one of the victims. That came out. That that information came out. I think like a week or two ago. They only found drugs in one of the Astro World victims. The rest of the, the people didn't. But they had cardiac incidences from the um, from the situation, from how packed it was, and the fact that they couldn't get help. And you know, maybe you just get dehydrated anyway without popping anything. You just get dehydrated, no water, whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like, of course, people are gonna uh, put out all kinds of ideas you know, to mitigate those types of things. But I think ultimately the responsibility has to fall on Live Nation, um, has to fall on Travis, and, uh, like, again, law enforcement, ambulance. They weren't, they didn't, you know, they, they, yeah, first responders and stuff, it was just a shit show, dude. They didn't communicate properly with each other, and that should have been the number one thing is people's safety, especially with COVID. You would imagine that there's going to be you know, hella, but hella safety though, precautions. Nobody's caring about COVID. You ever, <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I ain't gonna cut you in. Oh, because I do want to speak some more on that. But nobody cares about COVID anymore. Yeah, it's true though. The rates are through the roof, going through the roof again. And it's not getting covered right now. Florida is fucked right now. It's not getting covered right now. As a matter of fact, the CDC puts up about, <laughs> that was slicker than it, uh, um, thread. On Instagram, it was like the CDC said, "Now you're on wait time to go back to work or whatever. It's five days instead of ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so a comedian was like, "Yeah, it's basically they'll say if you got a praying grandma, you good to go. Yeah, you bet. yeah, you good. Hey man, hey, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? It That's is crazy. what it is, man. But no, that, Just, you, you, you realize know. though that I nobody's really talking about this shit. Mm. Nobody's talking about it." It's crazy that it's going. The, the rates are slowly increasing. Deaths are increasing. Mm. Hospitals are like getting filled again, mm. but nobody's talking about it. 
Yeah, people have moved on. Like it's and and this is my issue, especially here in the United States. Is like, <sighs> want to hear something before you go into your? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I went back home. This is how I know nobody cares about it. I went back home, and you know, here in California, you basically have a mask anywhere you go, somewhere, right? Yeah. I walked into a restaurant, and they looked at me like I was weird. Mm. Nobody had a mask. They Nobody, looked at yeah. me because I was like I was crazy because yeah. I had a mask on. Well, I had. Like, they, who the fuck are you? There was this girl who walked because I work at Shake Shack, um, uh, and 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 there was a a, a girl who walked walked in. I think it was yesterday or two days ago, and she didn't have a mask on. And we have to ask everybody who comes in to please put on a mask, and if they don't have one, we offer them one. So I was like, uh, "Sorry, do you have a mask?" And she was like, "Oh no, sorry." I was like, "We we have one for you." So I gave it to her, and then she was like, "I'm sorry, I'm from Texas," and I was like. Yeah, I was like, you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, you in Cali now, bitch. So, like, that's 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 literally how I felt. I'm like, are you trying to bring this Texas shit here? And then I'm like, no, you in Cali now. We like, you can't just be walking in. We don't know. I haven't seen your vax card. If you're gonna be dining in, then I need to see your vax. I don't know if you're vaccinated. I don't know. You just walking in, no mask. Like, it's like, dude, just just be considerate of other people around you. Just be considerate, bro. And we're gonna we're gonna make it through this. No, nobody. Nobody likes this situation. Nobody likes the situation. And you know what's crazy? But Nobody, we're gonna get through it. But I, everyone I has to be responsible. I ain't gonna lie. It's be so many times. I be ha- I get out my car halfway, make it to wherever I am gonna go. Yeah. And forget. Ah, oh, damn! I got my mask. Yeah. And, and I have to turn annoying. way back around. Mm. Oh, man. And you thinking maybe they'll let me pull the classic <laughs> shirt over my nose? Nope. Do y'all do that? Mm-mm. What, what y'all do? With Mask. We got, if you, oh, sorry, I don't have one. Here's one. Sometimes I'm like, some some of them. I'm like, I think you have a mask in your pocket. You just don't want to put one on. And it's like, trust me, I understand that. But here's the mask. Put that shit up because we can't serve you if you ain't got a mask on. Anyway, that's yeah. okay. You want to get okay? You say your last one, and I'm saying my last. Oh, okay. Um, I think. Definitely the fifth thing for me, I think this is, we both have this, um, is the start of Culture Clowns. God damn it, you took mine. Uh, you asshole. Uh, yeah, I stole that shit. You stole, you're looking at my damn list, you asshole. Yeah, I got that. right there. I but said, yeah, man. Yeah, I said, no, it's. We set yeah, out, like, yeah. at the beginning of the year, mm. I had an idea. Mm. Well, we had an idea even before this, like, mm. even before everything was crazy. Mm. But yeah, like I ain't gonna lie, it's been crazy. Like I ain't gonna lie, it's been times where I'm like, man, oh, you get burnt out because it's like it ain't yeah. going how you wanted to go. But I ain't gonna lie, kicking it with you and like starting this, and then even with our skits and doing our skits, mm. getting the feedback from said skits, and mm. it, it, I ain't gonna lie, it really has been like one of my biggest highlights of the year. Like I really feel like, yeah, this has been really, really dope. Like I really, I created something just out of my head mm. that I wanted to do. Mm. And then I got to do it with my homie from school who's yeah. into the same shit. Yeah. And it's I, like... I, you know, and we both we both have a lot of shit to say and we both are into different subjects and have very strong opinions. And mm-hmm. I, I think definitely podcasts obviously present a good platform, especially YouTube presents a good platform for people to be able to put their thoughts out there. And I'm glad that I really got to do that this year. I think in many ways it's it's very cathartic 
Um, exactly. You get to say you know, a lot of crazy stuff that you have in your head. You know what I mean? Just get it all out there and just see how other people feel. You know, and I think that's 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 been great. And obviously, moving into twenty twenty two, we're hoping for more subscribers, more uh, more growth. You know, all that. That's that's what we're trying to do. You know, some and really, really, what I want to drive home is uh, I want to make sure that we get more uh, more guests. Yeah. No, 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 for, for sure. Um, I, I, I definitely agree with you that the one thing that we need to do is, is get more guests, get the subscribers up, um, you know, do more promo, you know, which are things that we're going to be talking about a lot more and, and dropping you know, more, dropping yeah, more, dropping more, just, just seeing how we can spice up videos. We probably do more skits. There was a point where we were doing a lot of skits, and then we kind of were focusing more on the podcast, more than the skits, which was a nice reprieve. But you know, obviously, getting back into skits, adding that in. I never realized how crazy the skits were until I went home. Everybody was like, "Dang, man, y'all are hilarious." Yeah, y'all are hilarious, and like everybody loving the skits. They're like, "Man, when y'all y'all need to drop some more skits." Yeah, they love it like. Like they one of the ones that they love with the uh ad skip video. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the favorites. <laughs> like ah, <laughs> that was funny, dude. Yeah, but yeah, it was for me. Like yeah, like I said, this is crazy because it's like you. I said at the beginning, yeah, I want to do a podcast. I, I it was just halfway ideal, and then now we are here. And even with the burnout, sometimes it's like man, you still get to do it, and you still get to have something that you want to do, and then still get to talk about stuff that you want to talk about so yeah that's been one of my biggest things so uh let's question of the week we haven't done one in a while the question of the week is this it's a new year or by the time this drops new year so uh the question is what are the things what is one goal you have for 2022 and how do you want to attain Question of the week: How do you? What is one goal you have for twenty twenty two, or one thing you're looking for for twenty twenty two, rather? Mm. You want to? You want to kick us off? Uh, what's, uh, what's 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 Jay's goal for twenty twenty two? For me, yes, sir. My biggest goal is I want to, or one of my biggest goals is mm. I really want like a, like trailing off to the former former topic that we mm. just went over. I want. To make this a bigger platform, mm-hmm. I want to get it to where it's had. We have more guests on. And mm. Like I actually really like. I know we said it a few times, but mm. I do want to get to a point where we're having more guests mm. and it's more organic and we're having actual conversations with more people and it's not so we can bring more people in and mm. have like actual talks and conversations. So that's one thing that I'm looking for is like growing the platform. Mm. Um, and then also is that I also personally. I want to create more content for myself and be a part and act more and do more comedy. Also, mm. uh, performing now, doing comedy, stand up. Yeah, so doing looking, stand up. I'm looking more. I want to do more shows with that and having fun with that. So yeah, I'm really interested in seeing where that goes. You got a show coming up on the ninth, don't you? Eight. Is it eight? Yeah. All right. Cool. He's got a show coming up the eighth. I don't know all the details. Um, comedy Chateau, nine p.m. Get your tickets now. Um, go check my Instagram for the link to get your ticket. Mm. And yeah, coming to Chateau, North Hollywood, California. Come mm. see me. I'm going to make you 
laugh your ass off. Hell yeah, please do. I'm supporting my, I, I'm hoping I don't have work that day or that evening and, and I can attend because I definitely will be there. I wanted to come to your one the other time, but yeah, shit was crazy at the shack and they had to have me stay behind to help out and stuff, so. Um, but for me, one goal I have for 2022 is just to blow up. Um, and then within saying to blow up, there's a number of like different things. So musically, obviously, you know, me and Jordy working hard on our music. We're trying to drop like 80s inspired stuff. We're trying to drop trap stuff, you know, uh, plug GMB, just all kinds of different stuff. Um, so blow up music wise. Um, I've got the, the series in development right now. I got the pitch deck back the other day from them. So that's looking really good. The first revision of the pitch deck. So, uh, you know. So how do you, Yeah. my cousin wanted to know, how do you get your, how do you pitch and get, sell your script? Well, um, basically, development is a whole thing. Um, because well, how did you, what's your process? What did you do? How yeah. did you go from, I have a script mm. or I have an idea to mm. getting it to somebody to where they could potentially sell it? Mm. So basically, um, in 2022, while I was back in South Africa, I started uh, writing this script and this, this TV series um, idea that I had. And then, um, you know, I wrote the pilot episode in about over two months, if I'm not mistaken, over the course of two months. Um, and then once it was done, I reached out to someone who I had connected with on LinkedIn, a man by the name of Matthew Haldeman, who um, he's the, uh, the CEO uh, of uh, a production company called Buffalo 8. It's a major production company here in, 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 in LA uh, with links to like all the studios, many directors, screenwriters, A-list actors. So um, it was just a really cool thing for him to like accept me on LinkedIn. And then, um, you know, once I felt like I had a solid enough script and a solid enough idea, I reached out to him. Um, I emailed him because he gave me his email address. I emailed him and I was like, hey, I have this uh, you know, idea and the script. It would, it would be great to be able to send it over to you and your team and you can tell me what you think. Then he put me in contact with his development team. I sent over the materials. They got back to me super quick and they were like, yo, we absolutely love this idea. It's very marketable. Um, and so from there, it's just been the process of revising the script, which has been done. So the pilot script is like finished now. Um, obviously, once it gets sold and bought and stuff, you know, it, it'll, it's probably going to change again, you know, but the script as it is, the pilot script is done. Um, and then you also need to do a pitch deck. A pitch deck basically is like a, a PDF, which explains what the show is about and what the characters, who the characters are, what their journeys will be, what we'll be looking at in season one. And then you can also explain a little bit about season two as well. Um, and, and like ideas of who you would like to get to play the characters, what are the tones, uh, the styles, what's what's the theme, what what are the themes, what are the messages, um, what are the um, the uh, what are the influences, what we influenced by to, to make this, to write this, um, and so yeah, it's it's a development is a whole process. They had to drop a budget, um, and that's been a whole thing. Uh, they dropped the budget for me, and that was crazy. Just seeing the amount as well. Um, and then uh, from here, basically what's going to happen is uh, once they've revised the pitch deck, then I think I have to speak to one of the people about distribution. And then from there, they're going to send it across, you know, LA to different various studios and stuff. Um, development is a very lengthy process, but I'm glad that I've 
been a part of it so early in my career, like literally only a year out of of school, a year and a bit out of school. I'm, I'm really glad to be able to be, you know, in that process um, because it's, it's taught me so much. And now I understand. I understand what's what's needed for development now. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I, uh, that I'm really hoping that that gets sold and blows up, and I get to write and produce and hopefully act in that. Um, and uh, yeah, you know that's that's really it for me. It's the film industry stuff and music. That's what I'm trying to do, and just just stay focused. Yeah, gotcha. So if you're trying to get your own script, got an idea. Basically, what you need to do is get it out, get the idea, write it oh. out, write it out, and then go research people who you can pitch this to, and then they can see where it goes from now. Exactly, because usually in the industry, if you're gonna pitch stuff, you need to have an agent or a manager. In my case, that that wasn't necessarily the case because I'd already connected with the CEO. So I, you know, there was some leeway there. But generally, if you're presenting them stuff, they don't really accept like unsolicited submissions. That's the industry in general. So, yeah. All right. Cool. So with that, um, got his, uh, what his goal is, got my goal. And so we haven't done this in a long time. Um, and I wanted to end them, bring in a new year. We're doing it right. Artists of the week. Yeah. For all y'all who have been with us from the beginning, y'all know Artists of the Week is our way to shout out up-and-coming artists who we feel are out here doing their thing. Yeah. And um, for this first episode of the year, I want to shout out a homie of mine who I went to school with. He's out here doing his thing out of Minnesota. Um, Benzap Grimm. Uh, he goes by Benzap Grimm. You can find him on Instagram at B-E-N-S-A-P B-A-D-A-S-S. That's Ben Sapp, badass. Mm. He's a really dope artist. He's coming mm. up. He's out of Minnesota. He has his own style. Think of like a T. Grizzly, the anime type person, type character. He's okay. really animated. Yeah, he's really yeah. dope, though. Like, I, it may be a horrible like pitch that I just did, but he's really dope. <laughs> like, definitely go check him out on yeah. Instagram and definitely go check out his music. He, yeah, I think you you really enjoy it. And uh, yeah. yeah. With that, uh, culture clowns, we out. Peace.